There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch. WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658. Iconic sound of the cranberries with dreams kicking us off this Monday morning. I hope you're keeping well. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Oh, that's it. Another weekend over. And a week starting again and thanks be to the good Lord he's gone. I know it's probably going to make me very unpopular but I'm just sort of kind of glad now because he's left the country after his five historic nights at Croke Park and look as much as it was lovely to have him come to Ireland and he's made so many people happy but after the millionth picture of people in Stetsons and cowboy boots on social media I'm just kind of glad that the Garth spam has stopped because, you know, there's a little bit just too much. It's too much. It was five nights a bit too much. I mean, I thought that initially, but, well, he's, he sold them all out and people obviously flock into it. And people that I thought wouldn't have been fans of Garth Brooks, he obviously transcends all age groups. Fair play to him. But, uh, yeah, I was just kind of a little bit like, OK, I'm done now. I'm done with seeing all this. The same way I was done with people posting about Electric Picnic. Really, the moral of the story is with this for me, is just stay off social media when these big when these big events are happening because and I'm not invited to them or I haven't gone to them because clearly they just you know it gets in on me that I'm missing out on stuff but anyway he's gone he is gone he probably will come back because he's had such a good experience here in Ireland and we've you know welcomed him with open arms as we do in Ireland and um, so no doubt he will be back he will be back in our lives um but so many people enjoyed it and I, in fairness it was it was great to see so many people take to to, to the concerts and their droves and support him because I, I just because like in my experience of Garth Brooks I remember my mum loving him like really loving him 
back in the day and like kind of you know say 90s early 90s kind of around that time and like you know the way when your parents like stuff you kind of think that it's not so cool yourself then to like it so that was my experience at Garth Brooks but he does he transcends all ages people love him uh, so there you go he is he's gone and he said that he will be back he will be back and he's no doubt enjoyed himself he's t- taken in the sights here as well so it's great to see you know, somebody, huge celebrity like him coming over here and actually, you know, being a tourist, which is lovely and experiencing all that we have to offer in this wonderful country. So there you go. Now, lots to get through on the on the programme today, including a very special appeal. We're going to be chatting to Kelly McCardle, who we featured on the show in her own right, in her talents as a singer and dancer. But she has set up Karma Dance Crew. It's a dance school. She only set it up in April of this year. Oh my goodness me, these guys have had a whirlwind of a six months between performing in three arena competitions all over the place. They have such a story to tell, but they are in need, in real need of a permanent home and they have a GoFundMe set up for this. But as well as that, they're also going to be running what I think is the most coolest fundraiser ever, a lip sync battle. A lip sync battle is going to be happening on October 30th in regards to all of this. So we're going to be chatting to Kelly all about that very, very shortly on the show. As always, I love to hear from you if you've anything on your mind or if you have a shout out or request or a birthday or anything like that going on. 086 1800 658. Cheryl Cole, fight for this love and LMFM's 11 to 1. It seems a fairly big high profile celebrity has joined the campaign to save the River Boyne. I'm going to bring you that story. Plus, we've got music from George Ezra on the way. 11 to 1. Bond has appealed to save the River Boyne. Yes, famous Bond actor Pierce Brosnan has really shown his support in a video that's on Facebook at the moment uh, for the Save the Boyne campaign. I'll bring you more details of that very shortly. But here's George Ezra, Green Green Grass. Yeah, George Ezra, Green Green Grass. Now, Navin movie star Pierce Brosnan has made a powerful video appealing to Meath County Council to step in and stop plans for the installation of a wastewater pipe into the River Boyne ahead of onboard Planola's decision due today. So, found this this morning, the Save the Boyne group, they uploaded this clip uh, onto Facebook and um, it shows Pierce Brosnan showing his support for this. Here's a little bit of the video that's on the Save the Boyne Facebook page. Hello, I'm Pierce Brosnan. Water is our most precious natural resource. 70,000 people get their drinking water from the River Boyne. The River Boyne is also one of the most important sites for salmon in Eastern Ireland and home to rare plant species. I grew up on the banks of the River Boyne where it meets the Blackwater. It is one of the most beautiful rivers in Ireland and should be nurtured and cultivated as a sentient being of history, beauty, and life force of nature. As I say, water is our most precious natural resource. Water levels are historically low and our rivers and streams cannot handle excess waste in this time. Waste from the dawn meets abattoir should not be discharged into the River Boyne. I appeal to the Meath County Council to protect the River Boyne and their community. Thank you. 
There you go. Uh, now, you know, people are following this story. Obviously, we're updating you as things go on. And there is, you know, that decision is is, is, is due today. But um, the Save the Boyne, I mean, the fact that they've gotten somebody like Pierce Brosnan to, to weigh in on this and to, to lend his support and to voice his concern about it is huge to say the least. Uh, you might recall as well around 200 people braved the elements walking from Navan to Drogheda in July uh, and that was a horrific day actually uh, for the Go With The Flow walk and uh, raising awareness as well, as well there of the ongoing appeal to onboard Planola. As I say, decision has yet to be made. We'll keep you updated as this goes on but Hollywood megastars lending their support to it which is uh, can only be a great thing so um, fair play to him. Fair play to Pierce Brosnan and fair play to the group to reaching out to him and get this video out there so as I say just spotted it this morning thought I would share it with you today I also wanted to mention because this is very important as well and we've been um, chatting about this on and off uh, the last few months and uh, I meant to actually um, discuss this on Thursday in the the TV recommendations but uh, I said I'd bring it to your attention today because Trim's Ukrainian family reunion story is going to be airing tonight it's called The War at Home and uh, as people will remember Luba and her amazing heroic rescue uh, that uh, she she basically she's a Ukrainian woman living in Trim she drove over 3,000 kilometres from me to Ukraine uh, persuading her 99-year-old grandmother and 70-year-old mother to leave the the war-torn country. And uh, this documentary focuses in on her story as well as others. Uh, So it's going to really chart the period of turmoil from the invasion back in February to the continuing crisis, which has seen obviously 40,000 refugees entering the country. So it's going to follow nine Ukrainian and Irish individuals. As I say, Luba is very much in focus with regards to her story. So it's the war at home, moving, inspiring and engaging documentary. It's on tonight, RTE1 at 9.35. It'll also be on the RTE player as well, but definitely worth catching uh, a look at that. And as say Luba, Healy and family from Trim featuring in that tonight. Monday, Galway Girl on LMFM's 11 to 1. I have a Drogheda girl sitting in studio with me right now and she is in need of help. She's the founder of the Karma Dance Crew. These guys are only up and running, all, not even six months. And let me tell you, they have a list of achievements that we have to go through in the next little while. But they are in search of a permanent home. They need our help and they need our support. And they're also running the coolest fundraiser that ever was, a lip sync <laughs> battle competition that's going to be on October 30th. I'm going to chat to Kelly McCardle. She's found of the Karma Dance Crew were to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. Can you help the Karma Dance Crew find a permanent home? The new hip-hop dance school, which is set up only in April of this year, runs classes for kids and adults and they've been running primarily from numerous different locations around Drogheda but would love a studio to call their own. They're hoping to raise €20,000. They already uh, have some donations from the community via their GoFundMe page. But despite only establishing the school recently, they've already won numerous competitions in different countries. They've performed on the Tree Arena stage. They've competed in two national hip-hop dance competitions. Headlined this year's Pride Festival. I'm running out of breath even saying the amount of stuff they've done. But it was set up by a very well-known uh, lady here, not just for her ability as a dancer, but her talents as a singer, very well-known. She featured on the Voice of Ireland competition, I Star Search and many more. And she has raised money for many numerous charities over the years, including the Rape Crisis Centre, Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre, Draw the Homeless Aid as well. Now she needs our help. I'm delighted to be joined by the 
founder of Karma Dance Crew, Kelly McCardle's in studio. How are you getting on? I'm good. How are you? I'm absolutely delighted to be actually in a studio yes. now. We were just saying that before we came on air. Like, it's been crazy because the phone interviews over the phone for the last, like, however many years with COVID. It's just so nice to be actually in the studio. It really is lovely yeah. to have you here in front of me. It really is. Now, I'm exhausted just reading out some of the stuff <laughs> that I have here in front of me. I mean, I remember seeing you guys in the St. Patrick's Day Parade and my goodness me, the energy was just so infectious. Like, it was phenomenal, the performance there. At that stage, had the dance crew hadn't even been set up, really. It hadn't even been a thought. It was um, Peter from Pride had actually asked me um, to put together a piece for the parade. I was going, well, do we want to do we want to take part or do we want to win? And he was like, oh, no, I want to win. And <laughs> we won. <laughs> so I was delighted, you know. <laughs> but um, no, that was just, I put it an open call for performers. And if anybody wanted to take part with us and I put it together and we had so much fun doing it. Like anywhere from, I think the youngest that was in that was like seven or eight. Yeah. And um, up to my girls that are with me now that are dancing professionally with me, like you said, on the three arena stage, we're... We're now uh, versatile dancers, like permanent dancers. Wow. Well, we're so, going to let me circle back to that. Oh, minute, no. Because, I'll no. end up going on loops, on loops, on loops. <laughs> because there's it's so just much tangent to, on tangent. <laughs> there's <laughs> so know? much to, to chat about. But tell me then, when did the, was it on the back of the parade that you kind of said, you know what, I actually will set up a school? Or was this like a burning ambition of yours to set up a dance It group? wasn't the burning ambition at all whatsoever. Um, it actually came from... Scott Hall got in contact with me and asked me to put together a flash mob for them after the Paddy's Day Parade in Scott Hall. So while getting the parade together, like I, I take on too many tasks at a time, to be fair. It's just like, oh, why not take another one on? But um, no, while putting the parade together, we were putting together a flash mob. And that that was like oh it was insane trying to put it all together but it got there in the end and uh, Scott Hall had actually said to me that they haven't seen that many people in there since it opened first and I was going wow that's an achievement isn't yeah it? massive but um on the back of that like I had that many parents say they were they they wanted their kid to dance with us as such you know and um my friend Don turned around and was like Kelly, you have to do something about this today. Like, look at all these people. Look at all these people. They're all they're all talking. They all want to dance. And I was going, right, okay. So I decided to set up an Easter camp and it just spiralled from there. It wasn't something that I was going, yes, this is exactly what I always wanted to do. <laughs> but it just happened. And it, it happened was just, so organically, yeah. Yeah, and I just, I, uh, I worked with a previous dance school and a lot of my dancers came with me and they're just so... They're so grateful and we've got just such a lovely bond. Um, like we were in the studio there a couple of weeks ago. Well, when I say studio, we're in like a garage uh, <laughs> space. But we can call it a studio because we're training there. And um, we had like a proper emotional dance class. Like just to let the emotions out and there wasn't one dry eye in the place. Yeah, because I see like, it even it on, the, just on so the Facebook and everything. Warming, yeah. heartwarming. It was just like we have some fabulous girls and guys in there that are just so oh I'm nearly emotional thinking about it like do you know what I mean because they're, they're passionate about this and this is this is the thing you guys have been really moving from Billy to Jack round the yeah. town you've been in Tegel Fitness you've been in the back of RM Fitness at the Quay you've been in the Abbey like this is not ideal at all you're really moving around it's the whole time it's not ideal and it's trying to keep track of everything 
on the day-to-day basis for the week. We're also in the Irish Wheelchair Association at the minute because we're doing a little trade with them. Okay. Um, they're giving us spaces that we're able to rehearse for the lip sync battle in. And um, we're going to be teaching some of their classes and we did a performance for them last week for their uh, Celebration of Life party out in Listoke. So um, there's a lot of organisations who are already supporting Karma and we're so grateful for every single one of them that we came up with this idea that when we get our own studio, anyone who has helped along the way, we're going to do like a wall of appreciation with all their logos up on it. Yeah. like getting car regs and putting the names on it or something like that. It's a whole wall of recognition because we wouldn't have been there without them, do you know? So this is where the hard work comes in. You've set up the GoFundMe page. We're going to put a link up to it later on in our social media as well. But basically, if people go into GoFundMe and if they search for Karma Dance Crew, they'll find it there. Realistically, you're looking for €20,000. Are you looking for, is that like to cover rent or is that to kind of build a purpose-built studio or what's the idea? <laughs> Well, I've been talking to multiple uh, property agents and um, they've kind of said, well, you wouldn't need to have so much up front or whatever if we were leasing a place or buying a place or renting a place or whatever, whatever the above. Um, But ideally, we would like to have a place like a premises of our own that we would be able to. There's no time frame of of how much we have time to get stuff done. Excuse me. Yeah, you don't want to be kind of some the landlord knocking on the door going, the lease is up, good luck kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? But even on a day-to-day basis, like we have, okay, we have four hours in the afternoon and that's all we have because someone else is in after us or someone else is in before yeah. us so we can't go in early or we can't, like, you know, that kind of a way. So it's just a little bit of leeway as such that even I don't have to go, right, okay, I'm here till this time and now I have to go over to Integral for this time and then I have to go over to Abbey Lane for this time or... Yeah, no you wonder, know, no wonder just... <laughs> you run ragged. Absolutely exhausted. Remember talking about yeah. it, like you said <laughs> in the intro. <laughs> and, you know, the thing about this is as well, you, like, despite the fact that you're only set up since April, you have kids, very small kids, all the way up to adults. You do a range of classes, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm very lucky as well to have that. Uh, like, I, our youngest at the minute is four. Wow. When I tell you, she looks like a two-year-old. Like, she yeah, is tiny. teeny tiny. Um, if our mom is listening, little Holly Deavy. And, um, like, we have we have them classes. They're all hip-hop classes up to, well, I suppose my age. Like, mm. I, I do be in that as well. Um, and we have girls who would have danced with me as a teenager who have come back to dance with me now as well, which I'm so grateful for because it's absolutely, like, it just adds to the like family vibe yeah, as such total you know what community I mean? vibe yeah now yeah. something that did catch my attention now I would not in a million years have the confidence for this but I did see that you have a, a women's only sexy dance yes, class yes I was waiting for you to bring that one up <laughs> <laughs> my god let me tell you this video I was like Beyonce watch out like, <laughs> the, the, the confidence in the, in the dancers in this video is unreal you know I put that up um we posted that, what was it, maybe three, four weeks ago now. But the day that I posted it, I was wa- just walking along the town. Oh, my God, I've seen your video. Oh, my God, I've seen your video. Oh, my God. I was literally like, okay. <laughs> this is very much female okay. empowerment vibes, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's embrace your feminine energy, you know, um, get your sexy on, feel comfortable. Everyone in the class is just so lovely. There's no, like, bitchiness or anything like that that you would kind of experience in some sort of classes like that it's all very inclusive yeah it's all very supportive of one another like at the end of the class 
if you've the confidence to get up and do it on your own or do it in a small group or whatever they get up and everyone's cheering and giving you loads and Oh, it's just, it's great crack. It's genuinely so much fun. Yeah, well, if you want to release your inner, inner Sasha Fierce, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? That, that, is the, that is the class for you. Uh, now, getting back to this, because, you know, as well as the, the GoFundMe, you're running this lip sync battle, which I'm very excited about. I was a big fan of the show, Lip Sync Battle. Um, so you've got a lot of different faces involved in this. It's happening on Sunday, October 30th in the oh, TLT. Sinead, I think you should go into it. Now listen, just, you know, <laughs> say the word is all I'm going to say. I mean, like, I love an L lip sync into a hairbrush. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, we're doing it as a proper production, you know, proper production. Um, no, we've got we've got an amazing cast. I'm so grateful for them. Um, like, we started last week. So everybody's been given their character that they're going to play for the night. Okay. This one is done a little bit different to what I would have done before. So it's celebrity beef edition. So it's okay. celebrities who actually have like beef with each other. They hate you know each what other. I mean? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Like I've been in a fight or whatever. Like anything as innocent from uh, Hillary Duff and Avril Lavigne. Yes. Who had a who had an issue over uh, Hillary Duff said Avril should be more appreciative of her fans because they turned up to a place dressed like her before. Yeah. Like, down to like. M&M. Taylor Swift and pick somebody like cause Taylor Swift had, and Kanye had, West. She's had beef with everybody, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, like there's so many. There's Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. There's oh, wow. Britney and Christina. You oh, know, okay. maybe they yeah. weren't in proper beef with each other, but they were always pitted against each other as yeah. teens. You know that kind of way. We've got so many like different genres, different versions. You know, oh, we've got a very funny one as well, and I don't know if we should even do it, but it's uh, it's very funny. Okay, people, watch this space. You don't give up too much. You don't want to give away too much. So, how can people get tickets? The tickets literally will be going on sale. They're on TLT.ie, and also people should watch out for your social media. You'll have a link in yeah, there. Yeah, so. I'll have them up this afternoon um, in my Instagram bio, Karma Dance Crew. Uh, in an in Instagram, it's actually Karma underscore Dance Crew, and it's Karma Dance Crew on Instagram. Uh, or sorry on Facebook, Facebook. I just, yeah. I'm getting mixed up now uh, yeah but I will have it all up on there and um, yeah it has a little um, 100 word blurb on the TLT page that it's just gives you a gist of what it, it gives, is as gives well. It the gist of what it's it is. It's a nice big pink background with a big X on it. It's really, it's really <laughs> funky. It. You can't miss it. You <laughs> know. It. Now I have to kind of just go circle back to some of the achievements because you guys, as I mentioned there, you know, so many different competitions. The three arena. Talk to me about the three arena because that must have been incredible to be performing on such a huge stage like that. Oh yeah, when we got the call, like we had two weeks to put together like full on routines for one of the biggest hip hop acts in the country and like I have some of my dancers would have still been in school at the time yeah so I had to take them out of school to get this ready like we were training for oh it must have been about seven or eight hours a day wow yeah and at one stage we literally went okay we're burnt out we need to take a day off but we need to come into the next day to be like proper on form but it was just like they're so committed um, I'm just going to give them all a shout out Alicia, Jamie, Amy and Chelsea they are absolutely fabulous we also have Kelly and Melissa who are after joining us in the Higher Vision Festival headlining that with Versatile um, and they're such a good addition to the team 
Because um, like these routines, as you say, like it takes hours to put them together. It looks so effortless when you guys are moving exactly, all in time you know. together. It really is unreal. And like that's why I really have to kind of head home to people. The fact that you don't have a premises and you're roaming around multiple places and to put but this when stuff we were together doing, is unreal. When we were doing this, we were doing this in back gardens and everything. Yeah. Like because we had no place to go and train. So we were going, okay, we can go down. Um, Abbey Lane have booked it for us. Abbey Lane are so... Um, like Fran and Eric they are the most gentleman people I have ever met in my entire life they give a sh- yeah. you know like they really really care Um, they they're trying to push us to the next level they're the one who got us the booking in the first place uh, they've got connections left right and centre I can't say enough about the two lads uh, even with my music they've helped me so much Um, so but kind of they gave us support. premises yeah. there to be able to to go and do the three arena gig you know um, but like that again it's a little small for what we needed for our dance thing and this is why we're fundraising absolutely so um, so get behind them people get supporting them <laughs> Kelly I've no doubt like you've, you've achieved so much in six months barely six six months I know so that was so much that the hard work and everything that you put into this I wish you every success with the school going forward and with the fundraising and fingers crossed you'll get that permanent premises but thank you so so much for thank joining me on the so, show today thank you so so much Thanks I really you. appreciate you having me not at all not at all Kelly McCardle there if you want to donate head over to gofundmenow.com okay it's just key in Karma Dance Crew I'm going to post up the link later on so you'll have it the event is on October 30th in the TLT tlt.ie is where you'll get all the details for that and also keep an eye out as well Karma Dance Crew okay so it's the K on the crew as well if you're looking for them there on social media and we'll keep you updated with this as time goes on. 11 to 1 Ahoy there ye lily livered blackguards! It be talk like a pirate day today. Yeah that's enough for that. Talk like a pirate day today in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 2016, actress Angelina Jolie files for divorce from fellow actor Brad Pitt, citing irreconcilable differences, even can't even speak now after my pirate talk yes it is talk like a pirate day which means it's time for pillaging and drinking rum pirates have been all the rage in recent years and out of that particular fascination came an insane and completely pirated pirate pirate oriented idea that there should be a day dedicated to talking like a pirate Uh, look that's all I've got in me but if you feel like talking like a pirate today's the day LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's the script with Rain. News at 12 is on the way, but still to come, nothing compares. A new documentary about Sinead O'Connor is due for release soon. More on that. Plus a celebration of Great Mead writer Mary Laffin is happening next month. Playwright Deirdre Kinhan's going to join me for a chat. That's all coming your way. 11 to 1. With on air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Belinda Carlisle, leave a light on. Kicking off for a second hour. That is a woman that I would go and see in concert. Oh my God. Amazing. Amazing. Love her. Uh, now, somebody else that I'm really a big fan of, and this is going to be a must watch for fans, music fans and fans of Sinead O'Connor. This is very exciting. Um, so it's the... Uh, 
new the trailer for Nothing Compares. It's a documentary uh, that Showtime have produced that has dropped at the moment. It's going to arrive in cinemas, this documentary, on the 7th of October. So no date. Niall O'Brien will be chatting about this on Real Reviews. But um, it has, it's out there. I'm going to play a little bit of it now in a, in a minute or two. And actually, I, I heard over the weekend, I was at the Mead Film Festival over the weekend, which was a huge success in Solstice Arts Centre. And um, I met the guys from the Louth Film Festival there, uh, which is happening in a couple of weeks. And these guys are going to be showing the documentary and they have some surprises in store as well with regards to this uh, that we're going to reveal on this show in another week or two. But um, in order for a movie to be considered for an Academy Award, it must screen for at least one week in cinemas in New York and LA. So when a small budget movie puts itself into cinemas for that week, then you know that the producers back in the movie have full faith that it is deserving of Oscar attention. And this could be the one because uh, Variety has reported that this documentary, uh, it's called Nothing Compares, about Sinead O'Connor, has done just that. So it's going it's arrived in cinemas um, in the States uh, and it's also going to be here, as I say, October 7th. So it's picked up several awards already. Uh, on its circuit and uh, it's basically charting Sinead O'Connor's phenomenal rise to worldwide fame and it examines how she used her voice at the height of her stardom before uh, really I suppose her personality led her to exile from pop mainstream like this was massive cancel culture I suppose you could say back before that we even had terminology for cancel culture and what she was saying about the Catholic Church and everything else at the time. So here's a little teaser of the trailer. It's called Nothing Compares. It's going to be out in cinemas October 7th. Ladies and gentlemen, Sinead O'Connor. such a shock for me to become a pop star. It's not what I wanted. I just wanted to scream. Everybody in music has a story in terms of what they went through. Every person's duty to themselves is to act on their feelings and to say when they think something is wrong. And take the consequences. I imagine so. The level when nothing compares to you became a hit was extraordinary. This song went number one everywhere in the world. I had come across an article about families who had been trying to lodge complaints against the church for sexual abuse and were being silenced. I had booked her on Saturday Night Live. Basically, everything I had been raised to believe was a lie. There you go. There's a little teaser of the trailer. You can catch it online. It's going to be powerful stuff. It really, really is. And as I say, we are going to be chatting about this more on the programme with the guys from the Loud Film Festival. That film festival will be running in another week or two. And this documentary is very much a focus on that. So stay tuned here for for more details on that. Now, uh, let's check in with celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. 
Ladies. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie and John David Washington shine in the new Amsterdam trailer. The upcoming mystery comedy is one of the most talked about releases remaining on this year's calendar and the film recently got another trailer showing off some new footage. I believe that he might have been poisoned. Those symbols were everywhere. The police are here. They think that we did it. This is larger than we imagined. Be careful. Somebody's trying to do something dark and treacherous. Try to be optimistic. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are expecting their fourth child. The actress revealed the pregnancy last week in New York. The couple tie the knot in 2012 and are already parents to three daughters, James, Inez and Betty. Daniel Craig says there's no limit to how many Knives Out movies he'll make. His latest film, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, sees Craig and writer Rian Johnson reunite for the sequel to their 2019 film. And while a third movie featuring the English actor as the private investigator Benoit Blanc hasn't been written yet, Craig has made it very clear he's down to reprise the role in the future. I'd seen it early on, so we were missing effects and a lot of music and just you know so much many more layers but it doesn't mean anything unless you get in front of an audience um so to have it there last night and for, to get the reaction we did it's just you know it mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't get any better than that that's the buzz i'm louise the buzz on lmfm keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the lmfm app don't forget you can get more buzz with eddie caffrey a little bit later on on lmfm.ie back to the music now here's Nile. said i'm leaving there's Niall Horan, Slow Hands on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, Mary Joseph, Josephine Lavin was a noted Irish short story writer and novelist with connections to County Mead. She was regarded as a pioneering female author in a very sort of traditionally male-dominated world at the time. And uh, there's very much going to be a celebration of her life and work uh, happening next month in Dunderry Park. It's called In the Middle of the Fields. And it's going to be a very much eclectic mix of original performances, including music, theatre, reading, spoken word and song, all to celebrate Mary Lavin and her work. I'm going to be chatting to... The playwright, Deirdre Kinahan, who is involved in curating this event. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. Mary Josephine Lavin. Yes, she was a noted Irish short story writer and novelist. She's regarded as a pioneering female author in a very traditionally male-dominated world at the time. And her subject matter often dealt explicitly with feminist issues. Now, next month, top performing artists are coming together to perform an eclectic mix of original performance, including music, theatre, readings and spoken word, to celebrate the extraordinary life and work of writer Mary Lavin. It's called In the Middle of the Field and it's going to be held in Dunderry Park on October 8th. The event was curated by my next guest, award-winning Mead play, playwright um, Deirdre Kinnahan is on the line with me now. How are you getting on, Deirdre? Very good, Sinead. Thanks a million. Not a bother. Great to have you. Now, Mary Lavin, uh, very much born in the States, but was brought back to Ireland as a young girl and has very strong connections to Mead. So tell us about her link to the, to the Royal County. Yeah, well, Mary lived uh, with her husband and children um, in a, a lovely old house that has since disappeared, sadly, up near Bective Bridge in Navan, uh, in County Mead, just outside Navan. And it's a very beautiful part of the county. And I think a lot of her stories and a lot of the characters in her stories uh, like literally uh, emanated from her interaction and experience with the local community. And indeed, one of her books of short stories is called Tales from Bective Bridge. And um, yeah, so so 
she, you know, she lived here all her life and, and she used to, her three children went to school in Dublin in Loretto on the Green and she used to drive them up and sit and write in Beauty's Cafe while they were in school and then bring them home to me. Her husband died very early in uh, their family life and she raised the three children herself, wow. ran the farm herself. In me, but it's the, it's the atmosphere of the county and of the surroundings and the kind of topography and, and the, the character of uh, the people who lived around her all feature in, in her stories. Yeah, because, so, you know, that, that, that old saying, write what you know and write kind of what you're surrounded by. And this is what she did. But she was really a pioneer, wasn't she? She was a pioneering female author. She was writing about feminist issues and concerns at a time when that was not welcome. Absolutely, you know. And you kind of, the the more you dig into her stories, I mean, there's such a vast collection, like there's four or five books of short stories. uh, And uh, she wrote a little bit of poetry as well. It's when you dig deep, you realise how very Subtly, she moves from the domestic to the political. And I, and I think she said herself that she saw the short story almost like a lightning flash mm. that you kind of light up the whole uh, kind of context of uh, somebody's life just by, by revealing a moment within it. So she wrote in a way that felt safe, characters you knew, in familial situations that you knew, apparently responding in the way you would expect them to in a very conservative Ireland at the time. But there was always kind of a dynamism and an energy and and, and uh, an element of revolt underneath it, you know, particularly, you know, with a lot of her, her women. You know, they knew that convention and society was holding them back. Mm. Would delve into their ambitions or their loves or their dreams, and then show how they could never follow those roads. You know, yeah. a little bit like Joyce's Dubliners. You know, yeah. characters kind of created their own barricades. You, you know, uh, they, they, they couldn't move beyond it because they couldn't face into the kind of boycott that they would have received from society because society in Ireland was so uh, patriarchal at that time, still is in many ways, that women were just expected to put their lives and their hopes uh, uh, into the secondary position. But then you've got a woman like Mary Lavin who, whose husband dies and is left with three small children and just has to make a go of it herself, you know, and uh, she did so with great aplomb and, and was recognised during her lifetime. That's what I was going to come to. That's that's yeah. that's really important, actually, because, you know, I think like until really talking to yourself in the last couple of years for shame, for my shame, Deirdre, I, I wouldn't have known a huge amount about her. So I was going to ask you about this idea that, yes, she was recognised in her life, but then kind of, you know, you don't really see her popping up in curriculum. I wasn't taught about her work in school, which is a shame. Yes, absolutely. I think she's one of those figures, a little bit like Maeve Brennan, a little bit like, you know, Teresa Deevee, uh, just so many of those females. Dorothy McArdle, there was loads of great 
Irish female authors who who were, you know, very vividly uh, involved in artistic uh, cultural um, Ireland at the time, and and were quite successful at the time. But but then they kind of disappeared, you know. And uh, that that's where this all came from. It was really the county council and the arts officer was trying to shift, um, you know, bring a new focus on the work of Mary Lavin. And, um, uh, you, you know, they, they have, they run, you know, competitions, short story competitions and that. And then asked me, would I curate an evening kind of commemorating her work? And I just thought that the way to do it and open it out might be not in the traditional um, lineup of academics and literary people, but just broaden it out to a number of other artists. And, uh, and see what's their response to her work. I think and, that's uh, an inspired idea because you've got the likes of Steve Wickham, you've got uh, Catherine Byrne, Sasha Turfus, who's uh, an amazing spoken word artist as well. You've got such different people here that are going to lend their, their views and their interpretations, as you say, of, of Mary Lavin's work. It's just a great idea. Yeah, it's great, Sinead, and it's really exciting. I mean, we actually, we did this piece um, just before COVID. Uh, I think we, we got in, it was in January uh, 2020, and um, uh, we're just delighted to revisit it, and we've invited some new artists to come on board with us this time, but it really works. That whole uh, idea of, you know, uh, talking to musicians from different genres, spoken word artists, theatre artists and saying, have a read of her short stories. And the book we've we've picked is called In the Middle of the Fields. And there's a, a short story of the same name about this widow who is on her own at night in her house. And a man comes to her door and it's a man she knows that's going to do a bit of work about the farm. But she feels very threatened by mm. his presence and there's a huge kind of sexual energy under it. So a story like that, when you put that in the hands of an artist like Steve Wickham, he pulls a particular image or a moment or an energy out of it and creates this fabulous kind of instrumental musical song that uses some of Lavin's words and some of his own. So it turns into something very different, but it's inspired by, you know, that 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 sense of threat that she paints in the story. So it's really interesting to see, you know, a bunch of different artists reading the same stories and pulling at a different point of energy or a different line or a different image and creating something artistically very new. But because they all come from the same source, they kind of melt and meld together really well and it becomes a whole evening of performance. And the joy is then is that we've got Catherine Byrne, who's such a beautiful actress. She reads moments from the short stories that have inspired the various performances that we've all created. So Mary's voice is there with us in the room as well. Oh, that's that's fantastic. And I remember uh, seeing a portion of that story um, in, in the middle of the fields. Um, oh, it was a good couple of years back, Deirdre, way, way back. I think it might have been in... Uh, was it in um, Belinter House or somewhere uh, being performed a snippet of it and it was just incredible that was my first introduction to Mary Lavin and to, and to that work it was really really powerful work so I can see why why you've uh, picked that one out so this is going to be happening in Dunderry uh, Park which is a very appropriate as well uh, location for this how can people get tickets or where's all the details for this? 
the details for this, it's being produced by Soft Productions and uh, Mead County Council uh, Arts Office. So if you go onto Soft website yep. or on Mead County Council, and then the tickets are available through Eventbrite. Oh, fantastic. So it's in the middle of the field and um, it's for sale through Eventbrite. And that's where the information can be found. Soft, S-O-F-F-T, Productions, or Mead County Council Arts Office website. Fantastic. Oh, it's going to be a great event. It really is. Deirdre, as always, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. You, you told me you're in rehearsals for something there at the moment. Can you tell me anything about that now? Is that under wraps? Oh, it's gorgeous. No, it, I'm actually here in the courthouse in Kells working with Miles Dungan. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, fabulous historian, um, uh, uh, as you know, and uh, two wonderful musical artists, Michael Brummock and James Mahan. James is Elon Piper with Keela and Michael is a singer-songwriter. We've worked together numerous times. And what we're doing is myself and Miles have written testimonies from the Civil War inspired by real revolutionaries from um, Meath and Dublin, kind of lesser known characters. So yeah. we've written these three kind of uh, monologues from their testimonies and the guys have some wonderful songs and music created out of them and we're putting it all together uh, as an evening for Culture Night this Friday in Kells. Oh, fantastic. So don't miss that on Friday in Kells. You're a busy lady. Thank you as always, Deirdre, for chatting with me on the programme. Best of luck with the with this event and on the event as well on Friday. Thanks so much, Sinead. Thanks Lovely a million. Bye, bye, bye. Deirdre Kinahan there. The event that we're talking about in the middle of the field, a celebration of the life and work of Mary Lavin, October 8th, Dunderry Park. Tickets and details, as we say, soft productions. So F S O double F T S O double F T productions. That's where you'll get the details there or also on meadcoco.ie as well. 11 to 1. You two, beautiful day. Funny the sun would make an appearance. It'd be great. I'm looking at the security camera outside and it's just like grey, grey, grey. Come on, son, you can do it. I just want to mention this uh, because it's in aid of such a great cause. It's the Bellingham Mini Dining Experience. It's happening in aid of Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. It's happening on Friday, this coming Friday, the 23rd of September at 7pm in PJ Burns Bar in Castle Bellingham. So they're saying come and enjoy locally sourced food prepared by Castle Bellingham's own Mark Faulkner. There's also live music on the night by Andrew Healy, followed by a disco with Jason Faulkner as well. There's a raffle on the night. Dress code is pink, so wear pink. €25 Euro a ticket and it's uh, the tickets are available from PJ Burns, so it's happening Friday in PJ Burns, Castle Bellingham at 7pm. All funds going to the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. Now it's time for jobs. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Murphy Brothers of Forkill are looking for full-time shop assistants to work in their busy store. Immediate start, full training is provided. Please apply with your CV to murphybrosforkill at gmail.com. An experienced childminder required for two children aged one and two years of age in the minder's own home in North Drogheda area. Text only to 086 0732 972. No calls, please. And the Central Baron Restaurant in Navantown are currently hiring highly motivated, experienced individuals in their positions for door security, barista and waitstaff. They are also currently hiring experienced waitstaff for their sister restaurant, The Bective in Kells. Please send your CV to Debbie at thecentral.ie and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie 
LMFM Job Search. Ed Sheeran Lego House on LMFM's 11 to 1. I saw a video from there recently on social media. He seems to be a big fan of Pokemon and he has loads of like the cuddly toys of Pokemon all over the place. A <laughs> big child he is at heart. Speaking of big children, um, my husband purchased something that I thought kind of only children were on uh, at the weekend. Uh, yeah, you know these electric scooters that are going around? Well, he bought one of them and I don't know if it's because he's turned 40 and he wants to be cool again. I don't know. But he's bought one of these things and um, was, I, was, I think I might have psyched him out with it because I was like, you know, God, what if, what if you fall off it? Like, and what will, are people your age really sort of going on these? Like, these are kind of for cool people. Do you know what I mean? Cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I go, go with it. So he bought it anyway. <laughs> Just zooming around the estate on this thing yesterday. I mean, what is the rules really with these yokes? I mean, I, I don't know if they're allowed on the road, the footpath. I don't know. Well, anyway, he's scooting away around on it. He had to, he bought it because we've only got one car because, you know, who has two cars anymore? You know, there's like too much expense involved. So he has one of these things to, to zip around from place to place. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, you know, uh, sort of the person to be judging these sort of things. But um, I think that maybe, you know, people of a certain age should just be like laying off these things. But anyway, there you go. Big child. Big child he is at heart with the with the electric scooter. And of course, the children all want to go on it and he's not uh, letting them go near the thing. But it's going to be cluttering up my house. These electric scooters. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, going to take a quick break. We're back with music from Picture This. 11 to 1. Almost time for us to finish up. But just before I do, I want to let people know that a documentary film made by the Well Term and Feckin community featuring past and present residents discussing the cultural, natural, literary, social and sporting heritage of the village will get its public screening on September 25th at Drihid's Arts Centre. Uh, so from Father Ted and Aikino writer Arthur Matthews uh, is going to be in there. Also novelist Nicola Cassidy, archaeological uh, history, history by Deirdre Murphy, St Feckin's G. Uh, is in there as well uh, musician Keen McCluskey so it's really an enjoyable film about community life of Term and Feckin so the tickets are free uh, for this event but if you head over to drihid.com you can get all the details there also that evening Nicola Cassie is going to launch her new novel which I can't wait about this uh, this is the Elmerald Spy it's, Spy it's her latest novel so that's going to happen after that uh, documentary film at 6.30pm so all the details of that event are on drihid.com that is a lot of the show for today thank you so much for your company I'll leave you a picture of this have a great month LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237 Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.